what's up world welcome to the positive truth uplifting positive news from more progressive society tim we're trying to bring here at the positive truth we're trying to bring awareness empowerment inspiration optimism and understanding the communities everywhere we got another wonderful interview we're back at the rooted barbershop want to go ahead and introduce yourselves and say who you represent sure um my name is maria chiveri and i'm the current artist in residence here at rooted yeah. My name is Bruce Wade, I'm the CEO of Rooted Barbecue Shop. Welcome back, sir. Thank you for having us again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good to see you guys. <laughs> so, we want to we promote your artist talk, so what is that, sir? So, our artist talk, so let me back up. First, we have an artist in residency uh, program here at Rooted. And the idea behind that is to give an opportunity to local artists, to local artists specifically of color, is what we try to do. Um, to have a solo exhibit. We try to do it quarterly. This is new for us, so we're still learning. Uh, Maria is our second artist. We're so excited to have her um, here today. She's a photographer, she's amazing. Um, and so the artist talk is like a party, I guess, get together, party at one time. And we try to have, and we give the artist the opportunity to speak about themselves, um, the art that they do, kind of highlight them as an individual. It's also an opportunity for us to try to sell art and to get the community involved in what we're doing. That's awesome. When did you have this idea? Wow. So before we opened, so when we um, opened Rudy, when we, when we first got Rudy, we opened it, you know, in the, in the works of building it out, doing the build out process. And we had all this space. And I just didn't want to, no disrespect to MJ or Magic or, you know, I didn't, but I didn't want to put any sports memorabilia up or, you know, I just, I, I just didn't know what to do with all the empty wall space that we have. And we have a lot of uh, friends that are in the art community, in the art world. And so we just, man, this would be perfect. And so we just kind of brainstormed, but that's in my mind, my partner, and we just, brainstormed and uh, came up with the idea to have an artist in residency. So how successful was the first one? It was amazing. So our first artist was um, a gentleman named Rico Young. He was a, he's a sketch artist. He does charcoal work. Um, and it was really amazing. Um, he was the first artist, so of course that's always special. Um, and we just learned a lot with, with his artwork. Um, and just, the, like this is a, this can be a business, right? One thing that we're proud of is that we don't take any of the proceeds, so the artist gets all, all the money. Awesome. Yeah, we, 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 for us, it's a win-win because we get beautiful artwork in our space and our um, clients get to experience that. Um, and then we give, we're giving back, you know, to our community, we're giving back to the artists. Um, and so we don't want anybody to, 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 to do that. Um, but the, the artist talk specifically focuses on the artist and getting the community to know who he or she is. Man, I, I think that's amazing. The fact that you're giving artists a platform to show their work to the community is just different. Not where I'm from, we don't have anything like this. So that being said, when you take photos, obviously, right? Is that what's going on here? Is that what you're showing? Um, yeah, you know, actually, um, it's really great when people talk about me in these situations because I'm always really interested to hear how they perceive me. Because, you know, I don't really actually consider myself to be a photographer, first and foremost. I actually think what I'm most skilled at is walking. Like, I think that when I travel, I'm really good about just walking. Like, I do ridiculous things. Like, I walked from in... Um, Myanmar, for example, I walked from Yangon, which is like one of the big cities there. I walked 14 kilometers all the way to the airport. Wow. Like I do ridiculous <laughs> things like that. I'm really good at walking. 
And one of the things that is so great about that is that it enables me to kind of really see the small things of a place, the normal, the everyday parts of life, which is something that I have found to be more rewarding in my travel than just showing up to the, you know, big destinations and that kind of stuff. So a lot of the work that you see here, it was actually, none of these are from like the very uh, popular places in, you know, the different countries. You know, a lot of these pictures here are from Cuba and like none of these are actually like you know this is maybe on the way to the old historical district in, in cuba right you know like that was like on the outskirts looking you know out from an alley you know those kind of things this was literally like i actually went on this trip with my parents um i, I was like i'm coming to see you guys in costa rica we're going to cuba because i've always wanted to go and the poor things, like I made them walk with me and it was hot. And this is like literally like Cuba is sparse. Like you get out of the tourist area too. This is in Chile, that's not in Havana. And you were just walking and there's these all these kind of dilapidated houses. There's it's hot, it's dusty, there's not much. And I just saw these like colorful fruits. And then, you know, in Cuba, they don't really have like big grocery stores. You can't just like find a place to go get snacks. Like that was one of the most surprising things to me, um, you know, coming from America and stuff. And I just, I was like, wow, this is so beautiful. And I just snapped this picture. And then you see this guy's hand, you know, and that's the owner and he's there sweeping. And it's just those kind of like chance moments. I think I'm just really lucky and I'm just really good at walking and kind of observing those kind of things from like maybe a foreign culture that I think really connect to everyone, even if you're from a different place. So I think like I'm I'm best at that, like opening myself up and being vulnerable to seeing like the humanity of like new places and people. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> the fact that, you know, you were taking a picture of fruit and then all of a sudden you see his hand, it tells you, just looking at that picture alone, your eye is amazing. And the fact that you're walking 14 kilometers is wild. I'm a runner <laughs> and I love to run. I'll run all day, but I'm not walking more than a mile. So. <laughs> So on your website, Maria, it says that you like to empower others through community, through education, community development, and art. You want to talk more about that? Um, yeah. So uh, first and foremost, I recognized that traveling and my opportunity to have been able to travel to so many places is a big privilege. It's not something a lot of people are able to do, which is why um, now that I'm back in Oklahoma. So I lived in Japan for five years. I was a teacher there. And what did you teach? I taught English um, in junior high school and elementary school. And, you know, I really went to Japan because I wanted to travel. And so I did. Um, and now that I'm back here, I think that I really want to share with people these amazing places that I've seen. And, you know, even in, you know, when I met other Americans there and stuff, people would always be like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, I'm from Oklahoma. And they're like, Oklahoma, like, what's there? Tumbleweeds and stuff like that. So, you know, now that I'm back, it's like, oh, I want to do the same for Oklahoma. Like, I, so I think that's one way. It's like just sharing, you know, these places that a lot of people will never get to see. Um, I mentioned I'm also a teacher. So that's, um, like I said, I moved to Japan to travel, but that's really when I discovered how much I actually really enjoy teaching and being around, you know, young people and developing people and that sort of thing. So that's always in me. And one of the things I've taken even further now that I'm back is I started art coaching as well. So, you know, in Oklahoma, 
Um, we do have very many talented artists, but they don't really know how to make it as an artist. And part of that has been that there aren't that many opportunities, which is why, you know, what's going on here at Rooted is so amazing. Like to have a space and specifically a space for artists of color, that's huge. That's huge. And so something that for me that we've talked about too, um, moving forward is like, you know, I would really like to also be able to help those artists maybe learn some of the professional sides of art that they don't know, or that maybe, you know, they didn't have the chance to go to an art school to learn and that kind of stuff. So those are kind of the ways that I'm trying to give back to the community. So can I touch on that if you don't mind real quick? Yeah. You know, one thing she mentioned is um, being able to go to these different places and capture these, these moments. And I think that's the, the most beautiful thing that I love about her work is to watch young people that you know may not have traveled you know that are maybe has, have never been out of oklahoma city but now when they come here and they're simply just coming for a haircut they get to really experience what it's like to be somewhere and i think that's what's, just to see that look on their faces especially children and, they, and they're asking like where is this from where is this at you know that is that that you know that it speaks volumes and so so, that's awesome. I can only imagine how it makes you feel great. That makes you feel great. Like that's that's the goal, right? I think, you know, that's what art is about. It's about sharing and empowering and finding human connection. So. So I've lived here for thirty years. Tim has almost lived here for thirty years. Growing up, there was like no place to promote your art, like ever. You we would drive around and try to find something fun to do when you're younger. It's just there was no art, like no city art around. So you trying to promote that and push that, and make artists more visible, it's just awesome. I remember when we were in school and they were cutting art programs. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, that's just absolutely awesome. So what are you trying to bring to the artist talk that's a little bit different? Um, okay, well my artist talk, since I am an educator, um, I actually really like public speaking and I really want to create kind of not just a normal lecture, environment I actually want to get the crowd a bit involved so I'm not going to give away too much because you know that'll ruin the surprise <laughs> but I think if you guys come to my artist talk you will get a more like sensory type of experience I think it'll be really fun and there'll be a few surprises in there for you we should probably say this is August 17th yes from 7 to 9 so please come it's going to be really fun I'm preparing something a little special it's awesome that's awesome so can you guys share with us uh, any uplifting story you guys had to like with you taking pictures all over the world, I'm sure you had some pretty uh, positive stories you uh, came by. Oh, there's so many, you know, it's really hard to choose one. Um, but there's a story that I really like to tell, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Okay, so I'm in Indonesia and I'm actually traveling from the Jakarta Island to Bali Island and I'm taking a night bus. And so along with walking, because obviously I can't walk all the way from Jakarta to Bali, because it would take, I don't even know how many weeks. <laughs> You know, I really like using public transportation and I took this bus that was like, man, it looked like a can of peas that like if you had taken the, the like the label out and like that can had been like busted and like, like, oh man, I could not believe the, the like condition of this like huge bus, right? And you get in and there's just like, they have like refitted the seats inside that's, that's, that, 
I'm only 5'3", and my knees were like digging into the seats in front. And there's these just four little seats. Like there's the aisle and then another four little seats. And this is a night bus, it was like 13 hours. And so I was like, wow, okay, Whoa, I hope this bus makes it. <laughs> and I was like, we'll see how it goes. And I remember, you know, the sun was setting and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try to sleep because I, you know, I gotta sleep on the night bus. And so I have my feet towards the aisle and like my head over here and I'm falling asleep and I just hear a bang. And I was like, oh, I knew it. I knew this is how it was gonna happen, right? And so I just startle up and it is actually these two musicians. This guy, he's a singer and a guitarist and the bang was like these like makeshift drums that the guy had made. And he's playing right at my feet, right? So it was like the jolt of my life. But it was amazing because they were so great. And like, I have no idea, you know, I couldn't understand the language they were, but I felt like I connected to them. And like, I felt like he was singing like this profound, like unrequited love song. And it was, it's so memorable. Like I still, I'm still there, you know, so many years later. It was such an amazing bus ride. So after this, Right? There's more. It doesn't end there. It doesn't end there. No, 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 no. Indonesia does not disappoint. <laughs> so afterwards, you know, they got off the bus and I was like, that's amazing. Okay. And I like, you know, I'm kind of sore because this is not a comfortable bus. So I turn the other way. My head's towards the aisle, my feet's towards like the windows. And I sleep and eventually I I like hear something and I'm like, I think I'm like being woken up, right? And I'm like, oh, okay. I feel like I've been sleeping for a while. And I finally look up and there's a chicken just right in front of my face. <laughs> like there is a full blown chicken face, like this far, like a few inches away from my nose. And I just look at the chicken and I'm like, am I dreaming? And then I look up and it's this gentleman and he's holding two chickens in these baskets. And I, I sit up and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I realized the entire bus that was almost empty when I first got on is filled. There is not a single, seat left like everyone in that community did not wake me up till the last possible moment to like let me sleep and i felt like such kindness in that moment and you know so of course i was like oh i'm so sorry sir you know and he, he sat next to me and he was very sweet he tried to talk to me but you know we didn't have a communion a, a language in common so and he, he puts the chickens underneath but they're like right under my legs <laughs> and so the sweet man's there and I'm just holding my bag because it's it's like maybe 1 a.m and I'm just trying to sleep but every time you know this is a bus in Indonesia the roads are not flat so it's just so funny because every time we go over a bump or something I just hear and like I'm like oh my legs like I'm like I'm like so worried they're gonna like peck my legs but that was just such a I loved it like that is you can't pay for that kind of experience you know like the humanity in that moment, the understanding of like, this is how someone else lives, this is how other people have music, you know, like, I, it was, that's not something I'll ever forget. I think it's very powerful, yeah. I love that story. There's so <laughs> much to take from that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. So what about yourself? Bruce? I know you did a lot. Yeah, good luck following that. Well, maybe I spoke too soon um, with seeing children come in, I think. Um, with uh, Maria's exhibit. That's what really draws me to her work. Um, I, I did a little bit of traveling growing up, 
My family's from Belize, so we have a lot in common. Um, Belize is Central America. Um, and so to have those experiences, it changed who I am as a person today, to be able to go to um, a place that I can identify with, you know, it's my family coming from. Um, and so that's powerful to be able to get that. And when you, you know, you, you speak about extreme poverty, that's not like what we're used to here um, in America. It's completely different. But the thing about it is, is you're in paradise, right? And so I would rather be homeless, if you will, in a country like Belize or the Bahamas or Jamaica because you're in paradise and you can survive. You can get food off the trees and you can, you know, go fish, you know, you're gonna survive. Um, and you're surviving in a beautiful environment that's a hurricane or something comes like it. But I think her art does that for people um, when they come into this barbershop and to see children, because I know a lot of these children are probably that. So I think now, especially for black folks, we're trying to travel, we're trying to get our kids out, we're trying to get them exposed. We understand that when you travel, your IQ level is higher because of your experiences. And I think you're starting to see that. Um, but it's still amazing to see children when they walk in and they see this artwork in their eyes and like, you know, why? And they ask some questions about it. Um, especially this one right here with the bridge. I don't forget the oh, dad. Yeah, yeah, the dad told us that story about that's a bridge that they literally cost um, each day. And so, just you know, that's that's the part of the story. I think is that it's it's making an impact with how and maybe one day these children grow up and even if their, their parents can't um, afford for them to travel right now, when they grow up, they will remember this and they want to travel. Oh, I 100. That's a bridge people cross? Yeah. Judge, <laughs> you gotta zoom in on that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely spreading across that. <laughs> Hold on, what's the story with this? Because everyone is not watching. Well, it's a very tall bridge, so you're not, you don't feel like you're in danger unless you're really leaning over and then maybe you fall in, right? But no, actually, as a little girl, I remember going over this bridge several times. Um, it's one that cars drive over, but of course, the alligators just love being there. So, um, you know, everyone will walk across and like see them. And um, last time I was there, uh, there was a gentleman who he told me, he was like, you see that big one? And I was like, yeah. He's like, that's Tyson. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, dude, whatever. Like, it's just so funny. But it's, it's, for me, it was really interesting just seeing, like when I was little, that was, that's not something tourists knew about. You know, that was just, we're going to another part of Costa Rica, so we got to cross that bridge and they're there. So it's kind of interesting seeing how that's like changed and developed. And it's great that that's something I guess people can see from a safe distance too. Yeah, that's so <laughs> yeah, it's like you said bridge, I was like, am I looking at the right picture? <laughs> so this is awesome. So we want to ask both of you about your future goals and future events that you have coming up just to help you know, spark the light help promote them here. So what future goals do you have, Maria? Oh man, well, um, you know, uh, a fortune teller in India once told me that uh, my, my job was gonna change very quickly. And I feel like that's happened. And I didn't really expect to come back to Oklahoma and be an artist. But I'm here and this opportunity has been just amazing for me because I was like, okay, if I get, do this here at Rooted, maybe I should try, you know, elsewhere as well. And I'm really excited to say that I have another solo show coming up at the Paseo Plunge in January um, of 2020. And 
I'm, I'm also I'm still a little shocked and I'm very excited to say that I'm actually going to be the city of Moore's first artist in residence starting in, actually starting now, but they haven't built the space yet, but the space will be built in March. So I'll actually have a studio there and I hope you guys will come see the space, but Absolutely. I'm going to be there for about a year. So. so what does that entail? So you're just gonna be you're building a space for you to make art? So they it? want to, I guess, enhance the community. And so they are building this like new depot area um, where there will be like a coffee shop, juice place. And next to that is going to be an actual studio for an artist. And their idea is that every year they will have a new artist there. So, you know, I will- And you're the first one? I'm the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thank you. I'm really excited. It's it's so great to, I don't know, keep being able to share my work and we're just going to see where it goes. And, you know, I think I'll always still be teaching and, art, you know, being an artist coach and that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, we're going to be in March. <laughs> yes, please come. <laughs> really excited. So you want to tell everyone where you can find all of your stuff at? Like Instagram, social media, websites, all that fun stuff? Well, sure. Um, first, you got to come to Rooted and see it in person. Um, I think it makes a difference seeing it in person. You know, I think photography is awesome because it's accessible. You know, it can be online and it's beautiful online, but seeing it in person is a different experience. If you want to see my stuff from other countries as well, like Indonesia, um, you can get that at my website, which is just mchaveri.com, mariachaveri.com. Uh, both of those work. Um, I have a Facebook page, my Instagram too, that's all connected. Um, you can find me there. And everything is rooted OKC.com. All of our handles are rooted OKC. So and you can find a lot of stuff there. Also, our web, we have a website. The website features Maria. On the, I think as soon as you click on there, you'll see her face. <laughs> so um, you can find some stuff there. Everything to do with our artists and residency program there as well. Um, anytime you guys want to come in, it doesn't have to be for a haircut, just come check out the artwork. And I believe we have some private tours that will be coming soon too for Maria's um, show. So expect that. Stay tuned to, to the website and we'll have more information about private tours coming soon. And it's all for sale, so you can take some of this home with you. Yes. Awesome. awesome. We'll make sure all those links are in the description. I believe it is time for my favorite question. I'll start with you, Maria. What is your favorite quote? Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if this counts, but so I recently went as an educator actually to Japan. Um, I took 12 high school students on this exchange program, month-long exchange program. Um, it was so great. They grew so much as young adults. It was really rewarding to be a part of that. But before I met them, I was at a week-long training in Vermont um, with World Learning. And there was another teacher there who had many tattoos and he had this tattoo here that said, we all try. And that's just always, that stuck with me since that moment. And I told him, I was like, I really like your tattoo. And he was like, what does it mean to you? And I told him that I felt it meant that we're all doing our best. And we need to remember that, that everyone has their own story. And I thought it was a good lesson, a reminder to be compassionate. And empathetic towards others. Yes, definitely. That definitely counts. Yeah. Does that count? Okay, good. Bruce, I stole your last uh, one. No, do I have a new one? Oh, oh my god. So I have, okay. So there is a young lady that my fiance, um, Vanessa Morrison, 
really indulged in. She's a, a wonderful woman. She's a researcher. Her name is Brene Brown. And and so at first I was kind of nah, I don't know about this one, you know, but she's very intelligent. And so something that she has is called braving, and it's an acronym. And I'm not even gonna get into it because I don't remember every single one. Um, God, let me see. I ca I can't tell you every single one. But the more I think about, um, so you'll have to go look it up. What <laughs> what braving is. Um, but the more I think about it and the more I think about being brave, a lot of times we think that this is um, a hero in a story, like mm -hmm. this person is being brave, but it's, it's not that. It's really um, letting your guards down, brave enough to accept other people um, and what they do and their thoughts and ideas and, and not to be so objective. And so braving, go check it out, go see, what she the acronym means, yeah, it's very amazing in the way she explains it. Um, catch that on like Ted's talk or something like that. She was on there doing that. So yeah, break. You stick with it. I like it. <laughs> I'm definitely look it up. So I might steal that one. <laughs> so I think that's it for us here. Make sure to check out the artist talk August 17th, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Rudy Barbershop OKC. We appreciate everyone listening. We'll be back soon with more positive news. Positive news. It's a live route. Stay positive.